Welcome to Tenor Mini Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, and today we're going to be in the book of Galatians 5. We're going to start at the 16th verse. And we're going to talk about staying in step with the Holy Spirit. Okay? Amen. Staying in step with the Holy Spirit. Knowing that whatever God has for us, we must line up to what He has for us. Mm -hmm. We don't, He doesn't line up with us. We line up with Him. Right. <laughs> Amen? Amen? So, and the Holy Spirit is the one who help us stay aligned and in step with God. Amen. Now, in this book of Galatians, when we started off, um, there was a lot of animosity in there that Paul had to sort out because in Galatia they were believing it was Jews that was coming in there and getting them to want them to be circumcised and do all of these extra things so they could be saved and they had all these extra questions and believing they had to do all of this extra work and Paul had to deconstruct all of those things and tell them to follow the Holy Spirit. Right. Okay, so we start off in 16. And 16 says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Now, as, as he speaks, we learn that the flesh has its own issue. But the issue with the flesh is the is the desires that you have for it. Mm -hmm. Everything that you're doing with your flesh, you have a desire to do. Right. And he says, and when you're in tune and in step with the Holy Spirit, those desires for the flesh goes away. Mm -hmm. He goes on to say in 17, for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit. So it's not really the flesh that you have the issue with, it's the desires for the flesh. Things that you are, your, your desires is for fleshly things. And it's your desire that's going against the spirit. Because your desire is the one who's leading you and God is the one who wants to lead you. So the Holy Spirit wants to lead you, but it can't because your desires is taking uh, center stage. Your desire is, is, is for the natural things of your life, and the Spirit wants to guide you in the spiritual things of your life. Amen. Not knowing that if you allow the Holy Spirit to guide you, it's going to guide you in your natural life as well. So 17 says, For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. So they're fighting. The true battle within yourself is right here. Your desires for your flesh and the Holy Spirit that wants to lead you. They're fighting. They're going, they're tugging, playing tug of war. It says, for these are opposed to each other. They're on opposite sides of the fence. 
because your spiritual desires are not necessarily the same desires you have in your natural life and your natural desires are not nowhere near what your spiritual desires are supposed to be. <laughs> For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. So the things that you want to do in Christ, your desires of the flesh keep you from doing those things. Mm -hmm. I really want to be in Christ and I really want to do these things, but I need to get out here and make this money. I got to make this paper. I got to do this. I got to do that. You, you come up with a justification and an excuse for things of the world that keep you out of Christ. Right? 18 says, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are under, you are not under the law. So if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. What law is that? That is Satan's law. The law of the world. Mm -hmm. Worldly endeavors. Being in the world. Doing worldly things. Mm -hmm. Thinking with a worldly mind. Right. This is why God says, you know, if you are in Christ, there is no condemnation. But if you're not in Christ, you are condemned already. Mm -hmm. Because the things of the world are evil. Right. And that's what your thoughts are. To just evil things. I, I, I. I need this. I need that. I want a bigger house. I want a bigger car. I want a better car. I want this. I want that. All of these things that you want come center stage and they are more important than God. Money, power, fame, fortune. Prestige, all that stuff becomes more important than serving the Lord. But there is no law against serving God. That's why it's so important to be led by the Spirit. We don't want to be led by the Spirit, we want to lead ourselves into this. And, and, and the problem with us is we believe that there is no other way. I have to do this. We believe that the Lord can't give us certain things. I have to do it myself. I have to do it myself. If I don't do it, the Lord is not going to do it for me, so I need to do this. And you don't know when the Lord leads you, you'll get that and more. One of the one of the things I got out of the movie, we was watching the movie um, Foreman, George Foreman movie. Mm -hmm. It was very good because you get to see two contrasts. You got to see him when he won the heavyweight champion, Chip, in his in the seventies, mm -hmm. and when he won it. In 94. Mm -hmm. And you see the difference in him. And even when he won it in the 70s, he was still bitter. He was still angry. 
-hmm. He still felt like he had something to prove to people. Yeah. But when he won it in the 90s, mm -hmm. and then he was still not doing very well um, financially mm -hmm. in the 70s. But when he, when he did it again in the 90s, with God, because right. he became a pastor. Right. When he did it again in the 90s with God, he gained money mm -hmm. from um, his fights with Holyfield and and um, his mm -hmm. fights with Michael Moore and the different people he was fighting. He gained money from that. And not only that, he gained the heavyweight championship again, mm -hmm. which nobody has done. Ten, twenty years later, and then he got his foreman grill, right. which made him hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. I think it was like a hundred million he made with yeah. the foreman grill. Mm -hmm. So he made a lot of money on the foreman grill. But you get to see what it was like to win the heavyweight championship, mm -hmm. doing it his way. And winning the heavyweight championship with God in his corner. Mm -hmm. And you got to see the abundance that he had afterwards. And that's what we miss. We don't understand what it will be like to come out of ourselves, humble ourselves, and let God lead. Mm -hmm. And when you let God lead, you'll see God move in your life way differently than you did. Yeah. In some cases you'll have the same outcome but the different outlook. Mm. You see? Yes. In Borman's case he was frowning and stuff when he was boxing the first time. Mm. The second time he was laughing and smiling. He had peace the second time, where he didn't have that in his first part of his life, boxing. Right. And that was the key. Right. That was the key. So you look in 19, it says, now the works of the flesh are evident. Mm -hmm. The works of the flesh. These are the evident things of the work of the flesh. Sexual immorality, impurities, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of rage and anger, rivalries, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. He says, I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. All of those things that we just talked about, you can't inherit the kingdom of God doing those things. Mm -hmm. Right? That's right. Which means there is a repentance that has to happen. Because we are born in sin and shaped in iniquity. These are the things that we are born and shaped in. Mm-hmm. Now, this goes back to Adam and Eve. When they ate the fruit, all of these things came out. 
We became these things. Mm -hmm. So these things were in us. That's why you're born with this stuff. People are, and a lot of people don't understand when you're born in sin and shaped in iniquity. It's like, if I was just first born, how did I sin? These are your forefathers. You have the sins of your mother and your father in you. Yeah. We talked about it today, how when you are first born, you have to take shots. You have to take all of these booster shots and different things when you are first born because all of these different diseases and things come to you. Mm -hmm. Think about it. You are a baby coming from the purest place, which is heavenly places. Mm -hmm. You come from a heavenly place. You come from a place that's so pure. When you first get here, you need to take some shots. Mm -hmm. You need medicine when you first get here. Yeah. So you won't be prone to the things of this world. Wow. And think about that. Wow. So the ailments of this world, when you first come out pure, you need to take shots. Mm -hmm. To go to school, you need to take shots when you first get here. Mm -hmm. All these shots you, you need to have because the place that you come from is so pure that you'll be tainted right away. Yeah. Wow. Very interesting. So you have the evidence of all of these things that show from the flesh all these sexual immoralities and all of these impurities and all these sensualities, all of these things are in the flesh that are here in you. Mm -hmm. Because you have flesh, this is what it is. And your desires become for these things. Mm -hmm. 22 says, and then it says, and if you have these things, you can't enter the kingdom with this stuff. So it says, so how do we combat that? And how do we get this? Now, how do we get rid of this? It says in 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. There is no law against spiritual things right about these spiritual things that you're having that God gives you mm -hmm. in this natural world there's no law against the spiritual things that God gives you in this natural world there's no law against them. Right. now people try to make a law against faith but so far they haven't succeeded but there is no law right. against faithfulness and goodness and kindness. There is no law. Those things are spiritual things. Being kind to someone, being nice to someone, being uh, having joy, having love, having peace. All of those things are not natural things. Those are spiritual things. 
There's no law against these spiritual things. And think about what it told you before. The works of the flesh, it starts with it, it ends with an S. So these are things you can do here on earth. These are things that you can do on earth, the works of the flesh, which means sexual immorality, that's something you have to do. You cause impurities in your life. That's something you do. Mm -hmm. Right? right? Orgies. That's something you do. Mm -hmm. Idolatry. That's something you do. Sorcery. is something you do. Mm -hmm. Jealousy and envy. All of those things are something you do. Right. Anger is something you do. So all of these things are something you do. Works. That's why you're so bitter at the end of the day. <laughs> it's tiring doing this stuff all day. Yeah. Think of some people that you know just mad all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of work mm -hmm. to be this angry every day. Mm. It'll tire you out. Yeah. But all of these works in 22 are combated with one fruit. It says, but the fruit, not the fruits of the Spirit, just one fruit. Mm -hmm. This one fruit has all these ingredients in it. All of these ingredients. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. All of those ingredients is this one fruit. God packed all these good things into this one fruit to combat all of the works of the flesh. Now, how did we get all of the works of the flesh in the beginning? Go back to Adam and Eve. And this is very interesting that I want you to understand. That when you look at these um, works of the flesh, when Adam and Eve ate the fruit, all of the works of the flesh came in. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So this became a part of who we are when they did that. Mm -hmm. So now, God creates a fruit of the Spirit that we can bite into to combat everything that Adam and Eve caused in our life. So when Adam and Eve ate the fruit, all of those things came out. Mm -hmm. So God says, I'll give you a spiritual fruit that you can eat from that can combat all of the things that Adam and Eve had done. Awesome. Wow. And now you don't have to envy somebody. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. You don't have to envy them because you have love. You don't have to cause division, rivalries, and anger because you have peace. Right. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So all of those things are combated. In this one fruit. You take a bite of this one fruit. It has all these ingredients to combat everything. It's like medicine. It's like you got sick. Mm -hmm. Think about... When you um, are allergic to something, my wife is allergic to strawberries. If yes. she eats a strawberry, she breaks out. Yes. 
right? Mm -hmm. So I know if she ate one, cause she'd break out. Mm -hmm. So the thing is understanding that when they, when Adam and Eve ate this fruit, they broke out. Right. Now the medicine that you need is this fruit of the spirit mm -hmm. to combat the allergic reaction. To the action of eating it. Right. Amazing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. God always gives us a way out. That's it. He always gives us a way out. And that is what the fruit of the Spirit does. And he said, and there is no law for it. And this is why when we talked about earlier, that having the fruits of the Spirit, there is no law for it. So now, you can eat that fruit anytime you get ready. That's it. And there's no law against it. Because that's why when we talked earlier when Jesus says, if you are, um, when you are in the world, you're condemned already. Mm -hmm. But when you are in Christ, there is no condemnation. Right, so there is no law. There is no condemnation when you bite of this fruit. But there was condemnation, and you're condemned already because we come here with the works of the flesh already in us because of Adam and Eve and them eating the fruit. They ate from that fruit, so we're already condemned. But we must eat the medicine that God gives us, which is the fruit of the Spirit. We have to come to Christ, eat that fruit, and there is no more condemnation in Christ. That's it. You see? Mm -hmm. And it says in 24, and those who belong to Christ, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So the flesh takes its passions and desires, all of that gets crucified when you come to Christ. Right? Mm -hmm. When God tells us to pick up our cross and follow Him, when we pick up our cross and follow Him, on that cross is your passions and your desires for the flesh. The awesome thing about Jesus saying, take up the cross and follow me, He don't say die on the cross for it. <laughs> he tells us to take it up. He already didn't die for it. He just say, follow me. Follow me. God asks us to die for, die with Him. That's what the scriptures say. Mm -hmm. Paul say, I die with Christ. <laughs> Amen. Right? Mm -hmm. 25 says, If we live by the Spirit, let us keep also in step with the Spirit. So if you live by the fear, Spirit, He tells you, let's keep in step. Which means that you can fall off if you're not careful. Right. If you're not paying attention and you keep going, you could fall off. He's like, so stay in step with the Holy Spirit. That's right. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Don't go your own way and start rearing off to the left and to the right. Just keep going forward. That's right. That's what we have to do. 
26 says, Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Let's not provoke each other. Let's not envy any, uh, one another. Right? That's right. Being conceited about our stuff. Because conceding, and it tells you, let's not become conceited, provoking one another. And envying one another. Which means, being conceited brings on these things. Provoking and envying. Because when you're conceited, you're all about yourself. So when somebody else gets something, now you're jealous and envying them because all of the attention is not on you anymore. Mm. <laughs> you ever seen that? Mm. <laughs> and that and that's, that's an issue. Right? Mm. So in, in these scriptures in Galatians, we... We want you to keep in step with the Holy Spirit. Keep in step with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Don't lose your way. Right. Eat from the fruit of the Spirit that God has provided for us. Mm -hmm. With all the ingredients that He has put in it. And the only way you can do that is to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. Right? That's right. And put all of the works of the flesh to the side. Throw that stuff away. And put that on the cross. Yeah. With all your passions. And allow God to come into your life. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want you to... Because see, what we realize... What we don't realize... Is that when we come mm -hmm. and we move ourselves and we say, okay, we're going to do this ourselves. We're not going to use God. Mm -hmm. God says, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. That's why he says, let me lead you. Right? Right. God says, I understand the desires of your heart, but let me give you the desires of your heart. Mm. Don't you try to do it because you don't right. know what you're doing. Right. Let me give you the desires of your heart. So let's give God the chance mm -hmm. to give us the desires of our hearts and watch how your whole life changes for the good. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you. We thank you for allowing us to see Galatians 5 today and allowing us to stay in step with the Holy Spirit and what that means and showing us that the fruit of the Spirit is what we truly, truly need to combat the works of the flesh. Father, we thank you and we praise your name. In the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say, Amen. Amen. Stay blessed and faithful.